Well, good morning, football fans, and welcome to the Leakley Brothers Plumbing and Heating Adams County High School Football Coaches Show, hosted by Adams Memorial Hospital, with breakfast served by the West End Restaurant, also sponsored by Mind's Eye Graphics, Woodcrest, Adams Woodcrest, and Graber Insurance. In area football games last night, um, for the NE8, Huntington North defeated Belmont 35-13. Columbia City defeated DeKalb in overtime by a score of 13-12. Leo took out East Noble in a kind of a surprise, 24-0. Norwell defeated New Haven 43-8. Adam Central defeated Heritage 42-6. Bluffton defeated Jay County 48-7. South Adams in our game of the week took out Monroe Central by a score of 31-14. Fairview of Ohio bested Woodland 69-0. Area games in Fort Wayne... Bishop Lewis defeated Northside in a slugfest, 49-46. Concordia took out Northrop, 20-6. Southside over Wayne, 29-28. Homestead over Snyder, 33-3. Eastside defeated Garrett, 40-0. Fairfield took out West Noble, 41-6. Central Noble defeated Fremont, 35-34. Cherubusco, 42. Prairie Heights, 0. Northwood, 39. Wawa C, 27. Northridge, 14. Whitco over North Miami, 53-24, to 24, and in a game that will play tonight at 7 p.m., Bishop Dwinger will take on Carroll. I'm going to send it back to the studio to uh, Steve Gagel running the board for us for a round of message, and we'll be back with uh, Coach Michael Mosier of the Adam Central Flying Jets right after these messages. Shouldn't a home comfort system make you completely comfortable? Leakty Brothers is a trusted source for everything you need for home heating and cooling. When you decide to repair or upgrade your home comfort system, Leakty Brothers can advise you on your air conditioning, heating, and indoor air quality needs from maintenance to repair to installation. Going with Leakty Brothers is a decision you'll always take comfort in. Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. Forget the busy times and start thinking about leisure times. Adams Woodcrest is about enjoying retirement. With no maintenance waiting at home, you're free to do the things you've dreamed of for years. It's time to start living again. It's easy to call Adams Woodcrest your new home. For visits and tours of Adams Woodcrest Retirement Community, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, please call 260-728-3989. Woodcrest, member Adams Health Network. Exceptional care, close to you. Our dedicated professional staff can move your sorta idea into print reality. Hi, this is Greg Kitson from Mind's Eye Graphics at 1019 West Commerce Drive, Decatur. And I know how sometimes you know what your screen printing should look like, but well, how do you get that image on a shirt or a blanket or a towel? Here at Mind's Eye Graphics, we make your idea real. Stop and talk to one of our staff, because if you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. Thank you for making West End Restaurant in Decatur your dining destination for many of your favorite dishes. And now we're offering many new items. Hi, this is Jared inviting you to enjoy our newest menu items. A Philly steak sandwich, a Reuben sandwich, salmon on a cedar plank, stuffed grilled shrimp, West End grilled cod sandwich, baked sweet potato, breaded pickles, jalapeno poppers. And we still have our old favorite. So stop in and see us at the West End Restaurant. Welcome back to the Leaky Brothers Plumbing Heading Adams County High School Football Coaches Show. And I'm joined on the phone by Coach Michael Mosier. Uh, Coach Mosier, you went up and uh, took on a, uh, a team last night, uh, Heritage, and uh, come out with a pretty good victory. Um, what? Uh, how did your team fare last night? Well, we, we, we played well enough to win. Um, and that's, that's the, the good part. The bad part is, uh, we made a lot of mistakes, and I, I think that's something we as a, as a team continue to struggle with is just what we call stupid penalties um, where we shouldn't be making these. You know, we're, I'm, all, I'm all for mistakes. Uh, mistakes are going to happen. Aggressive mistakes are going to happen. But when, you know, we jump off sides or we, we fumble the ball or we, we you know, don't don't do this or that or whatever that may be, which seemed to be the case last night on some some uh, occasions. Uh, we we aren't going to fare well uh, against um, the real real good teams that we're going to face uh, next week, for example, or in in the tournament if we if we're able to have a run. So we got to clean up some things. I mean, we started off real well. 
um, marched down the field and scored and and stopped him defensively. And, and the first quarter seemed to be real well. And then in the second quarter, um, with about oh four, three and a half minutes left to go, it, it just seems like the, the wheels on the bus fell off again for a little bit where we just made mistakes. We, we had penalties, um, which we shouldn't have shouldn't have had they were they were dumb penalties we jumped off sides we we fumbled uh fumbled the ball uh you know we we did those type of things we defensively we were we were doing things that we wouldn't ordinarily do as well so we so that brought that brought heritage back in the game they were able to get a score uh uh late right before right before going into halftime and our kids fought through it i thought that was great they fought through the adversity uh, and we were able to, to to right the ship, so to speak, a little bit in the second half. But we still had some some nagging penalties and mistakes in the in the third quarter that that we just have to clean up. I mean, we're we're still uh, we got a lot of guys back from last year. We know that we got some experience, but we're also playing with some kids, uh, also with some inexperience. And I think that's where where we have to continue as they get more more playing time. They're going to get the experience that they need, and hopefully, hopefully, we can clean up uh, these these silly mistakes uh, and be ready for next week. Because if we don't next week, uh, the stars will take advantage of that and uh, run away with it. So we got to we got to clean that up. No, uh, Coach Kochman at uh, Heritage has uh, trying to rebuild that team a little bit. Uh, he's uh, mm-hmm. he's going to do good things up there, and they're going to uh, East Allen come on, uh, Community Schools has a. Uh, quite a few kids in that area and they're going to build that up uh they have a new turf field up there it helps make things better um what did you see from that team that uh, you kind of expected or, or did not expect yeah. that that's a, that's a good question um he's he's got the numbers back i mean he had he had 57 people on the roster uh he's got he's got some talent uh he's got skill uh he just got to get him to believe yet and and that's that's what it's going to going to take for heritage and and once they get it together, you know, we're not going to like that very much because uh, there's no question that uh, he has an opportunity to, to rebuild and, and bring back those, those those tough heritage teams. They still have those kids. Tough. They're hard-nosed. They're physical. Uh, they beat you up. They, they just didn't didn't have the, I think, the know-how yet. And, and, I, and I know Coach Kolkman. He's a good coach. He's got a good staff. They're going to get it together, and there's no doubt. And you saw that last night. I mean, their their kids played hard. You know, I, I think our kids thought, oh, well, we're going to get up on them, and they're just going to they're just going to lie down and, and quit, and we're going to be able to ease through this. That's not the case. You know, you're playing heritage, uh, and so those kids. That's a testimony to to their coaching staff and to those kids. Um, yet that yet they're not there yet. They're not there yet. But they they will get there, and it's a testimony to to what those guys do up there. He'll get them ready to play. They'll they'll come, uh, and you just got to get those kids to believe it. Um, but they didn't quit. I mean, they did not quit the whole night long, and uh, that that's what you're going to expect from Heritage in the future. I know you do want those teams to come back and be successful and be strong because it makes your conference better. Um, I think the comment was made in a pregame last night that. There were there were going to be no real close games in the ACAC last night, and uh, I think until you know the top couple of teams play each other when Adam Central and South Adams play when Bluffton mm-hmm. and um, Adam Central and South Adams play those are probably the only teams that are actually going to be very competitive a- at that level. But uh, uh, you need your conference to be better to make you better so that when you get to your con- your tournament run that uh, you're not uh, just kind of playing some patsies and uh, just going through the motion. You are you are a hundred percent right, you know, and, and that's that's something that you know for years uh, everybody in the conference has prided themselves on. It. We we have we, you know we like to say we have one of the, the toughest uh, football conferences in the area, and every every week it was it was a bit battle, and that that has not been the case the last few years. And you you are you're right. We 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 want battles. You know, we we don't want a, a, an easy schedule. We want battles. And so I want I want all of our coaches in the conference. You know, I, I want them to be successful. I want them uh, to to succeed in, in getting kids out and building programs because it helps us all. And, and I think I think that's you know we've we've lacked that a last last few years. And I'm I'm really hoping that 
that it can be built up. And I and I and I feel confident that that's going to happen uh, at Heritage for sure. I know that uh, uh, Coach Kalkman will get that done in that uh, forty-two to six game. Uh, you come out with a pretty lopsided victory, but uh, injury-wise, did everyone come out of the game okay? Because that's something you want to be healthy we, after. The yeah, game. we. Yep. Yep, we we uh, we are good there. Um, we're you know uh, Josh Smith is 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 back in full swing. You know he uh, the the game that you had against us at Eastside, I believe, right, is when he yep. he kind of had a little bit of a neck stinger, so he's back. Uh, my son Josh is going to be cleared uh, is cleared, and he's going to be able to be back uh, starting practices this week. Um, so he's anxious to get back in the swing of things and. And see what uh, see what he can how he can contribute. So we're getting some kids back, um, and that's that's exciting. Now we just have to continually get better. Uh, and again, as I said, eliminate those mistakes. You know, we we can't make if we if we make the same mistakes that we did um, last night this coming week, um, we will be in in serious trouble. So our kids know that, and we have to work hard this week at putting together a good game plan, um, taking advantage of what, what the stars are going to give us, uh, and not make mistakes. Because if we do, um, you, you've, you know the star fires. You've, you've seen them several times. They are explosive. And if you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. So we, we have to be able to, to do things better this week uh, than what we did last night. You know, with taking on that South Adams team, you know that your your defensive backfield is going to have to really step up because they'll throw their ball around. That James James Arnold can yeah. throw the ball pretty well, and and then they got a running game. They'll they'll mow you over with uh, Nick Miller uh, yeah. once in a while, and then Christian Somerset yeah. will just plow you over. And uh, yeah. those kind of guys run hard. And uh, they ran into a team last night that was equal size to them. Uh, as Monroe Central was a it was a big strong team. They didn't have a lot of numbers on on their program, yeah. but their size was good. And um, there was a couple of kids on that team that uh, really kind of tested them and. Uh, um, that's one of those things you knew. Where do you find your edge against a team like that, and how do you uh, prepare a game plan for them? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a that's a very good question. Well, you 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 do have to recognize their weaknesses. Every team has weaknesses. Uh, we have weaknesses. They have weaknesses. Uh, and coach's job is to find those weaknesses and exploit them, and then be able to uh, teach those and and coach those up on the kids. Uh, and that's the hard part, you know. Uh, South Adams knows exactly what we're going to do. They they know what we're about. They know our strengths. They know our weaknesses. And now they're going to put together that plan. And we got to do the same thing. I mean, South Adams has has weaknesses. We know it, um, but we got to be able to exploit it. We got to be able to teach our kids to be able to recognize different things that they're doing. And and you're right. If if, if it's a big 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 night for everybody, um, because if our secondary doesn't play. Um, that they're, they are going to take advantage of that and they are explosive and they are, they, they are not good. They are, they are, they are real good I know that, uh, uh, in their, in their offense. And so we have to be able to, we do, we have to be able to, uh, exploit as much as we can. If we don't get, you know, if we don't cover the guys successfully and if we let James Arnold sit back there and pick us apart, that's exactly what they're going to do. So we have to be able to, Find out where we can get to them and, and see if we can, and then and then execute it. I don't know if we can. Uh, we're going to sure try. Well, I know that uh, Coach Mosier is listening on his way up here from Burn, but uh, <laughs> if, if you talk to him today about his weaknesses, I think penalties are going to be his weaknesses because he had more penalty yards than he did rushing yards last night. And uh, that yeah. is not going to be contention. You talk about uh, errors, silly errors that you make with penalties, and, yep. and it's yeah. penalties at the at the inopportune time. You have a big run, and it gets called back for holding or something like that. And those are the kind of things that, I mean, it's just so hard to clean up. But by week five, you should have most of those taken care of, shouldn't you? Well, exactly. And so we would be in the same boat in that category. You know, um, if he's struggling with that, so are we. And so it is going to be a team. Uh, you know, the, the team that wins next week is the team that. That can truly keep it together, eliminate those silly mistakes, uh, and continue to play towards the end. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. I know that they're going to prepare extremely hard for us this week. This is, you know, this is the game of the week in the area that people are going to be paying attention to. And well, we know that they know that it's a rivalry game, uh, which adds to it. Um, you know, the, you know. It's just, it's just, you know, there's so many things riding on this. And so we have to do a good job of, 
of of getting prepared and and uh, they're gonna they're gonna want to uh, redeem themselves from the regional contest last last year and and I know that's that's something they wanna they wanna redeem themselves on so that adds fuel to the fire and, and uh, we'll see what happens we just need to get better we gotta we gotta prepare strong we gotta put together a good game plan and see if that game plan works you know last year the first time we played them the game plan was horrible. You know, the lot, the second time it was much better. So we'll see if we can do it again. I don't know uh, if 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 that's possible. Um, I, you know, there's there's questions if the, even if the, you know are they are they better than what they were last year? There's a good good uh, good chance that they are. You know, they have so many so many skill guys back. Um, they are they are putting up points. Uh, their defense is is attacking. Uh, it's it's a huge challenge for us for sure. There are, there are, there are very good football team. Well, one thing that may help both sides is they have opened up the uh, ticket sales a little bit, so they're going to let a, yeah. a few more people in, and that'll help to get that yeah. crowd back up. And I know that the crowds are starting to come back in, and I think your kids tend to play off that a little bit. And uh, you will be our game of the week next week, so I look forward yeah. to a to a uh, uh, interview with you and both Grant Mosier on a field before next week's game. And uh, sure. I wish you luck with your game plan and. Uh, we will uh, tune in next Friday night to hear that game, and I appreciate you calling in, Michael. Hey, thanks, Rex. I appreciate it. Have a great day. You too, and that's been Michael Mosier with yep. the Adam Central Flying Jets. We'll be back with, with the uh, two coaches from um, Belmont High School right after this. Want to make your home a more comfortable place, but don't think you can afford a top-brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solutions for every budget. When you turn to Leakty Brothers, your Carrier expert, they'll show you the full lineup of best-in-class home comfort systems and help you pick the one that best fits into your home budget. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent. Someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See Mark, Toby, or me, Barb, at Graber Insurance, Highway 27 North and Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. It's a new patient center appointment scheduling service from Adams Medical Group Providers. With one convenient toll-free call to 1-833-724-DOCS, you can make same-day, next-day, or telemedicine appointments with your doctor or available health professional. One number reaches all the health providers in the Adams Health Network. One convenient central number for appointments and quick care. 1-833-724-DOCS. Another groundbreaking service from Adams Memorial Hospital. Since 1980, we have been your screen printing professionals. Hi, this is Greg Kitson from Mind's Eye Graphics at 1019 Commerce Drive in Decatur. We take great pride in our screen printing and embroidery accomplishments. If you need from a few to a few hundred garments decorated, we can do it. Schools, organizations business apparel, and more. Your design or custom design. If you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. With uh, Adams County High School Football Coaches Show, hosted by Leakey's Brothers Plumbing and Heating. Our other sponsors are Adams Memorial, their official host and breakfast served by the West End Restaurant. Um, Mind's Eye Graphics, Adams Woodcrest, and Graber, also other fine sponsors. And I'm joined now... Um, I was trying to open this up a little bit here, and I've asked the coaches to bring in some of their assistant coaches. And uh, this week, uh, Coach um, Nick Hall has brought his uh, new assistant coach, Trent Bussey, with him. And, uh, guys, uh, I saw the score of the game last night, and once again, the uh, the first half, uh, fairly low scoring, and uh, it seemed like uh, maybe you were competing pretty well against Huntington North last night in that first quarter, first half. Yeah, um, you know, our kids came out and they played. I mean, they played hard for four quarters. I mean, you can't fault them. I think the score is a little lopsided compared to how close it actually was. Uh, I think North had a couple big plays there and I think it was the third quarter that put them up by a few, a few more scores. But, um, yeah, I mean, our kids played hard the first half. I think at one point it was 14-0 and we scored and had the ball back and could have been 14-14 there in the second quarter before halftime and then they broke off another run. But 
I know. I, I did see a couple of the uh, st- stats come in. I heard uh, Steve Rouse run ready to map the game. I, Laughlin ran for like 90 yards, and overall for a team you had close to, or you're over 200 yards rushing. And uh, any other good things you saw come from the team that seems like you're getting better at week five? Yeah, our offensive line's starting to get some more push there. Um, I thought Kyle Kuklon played really well there. His um, right tackle spot, Dalton Robinson at center played really well. Um, Guy Roman never comes off the field. I mean, He's like our utility guy. He's out there the whole time. But like you said, Joe Laughlin, he ran for 90 yards. Um, probably the most yards of running backs at Belmont <laughs> about 15 games, so, um, which is not a good stat to have. No, no it's, a, it's a stat you have to start with. And it's, uh, yeah. I mean, later on we're going to talk a little bit about uh, things we need to do. But uh, as far as Huntington uh, North, I mean, they're usually big, they're usually physical, and uh, that school really pulls in from every corner of that county and uh it's it, they just have a little bit better advantage for athletes to pick from than you do and now i know that uh, you've had some more kids come out are your numbers staying the same still improving a little bit better getting more kids each week we actually picked up a couple more players just last week we picked up another soccer player he's gonna kick for us this coming week on kickoffs and whatnot um i think we're right around 43 which is good i mean that, that's yeah, probably up 15 not, from last year i think <laughs> it's not terrible um Huntington North had probably 60 or so. But, yeah, I mean, Huntington North pulls from that whole county. Uh, Coach Prescott over there, he's doing a heck of a job with that program. He's turned it around there pretty much in a year, and they have some big boys there on their offensive line. I think they had a guy that was like 6'5", 350 or something like that. He was huge. <laughs> um, our biggest guy's like six foot two fifty on our line probably, if that. So I can't imagine what a guy weighs 350 pounds is like. I mean, that's a pretty good-sized guy, isn't it? But, yeah, Grant probably has a couple down there at South Adams. <laughs> I can't be alluding, alluding to uh, some other people who have joined us here this morning. Just to, but uh, as uh, far as a game plan last night, um, you knew what you had coming in for Huntington North. Who are you looking forward to next week to take on? We have Leo next week. Um, it's going to be another tough game, which is exciting because they took out uh, highly ranked East Noble last night, shut them out twenty four nothing. Yeah, and they did that without their stud defense lineman. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it's they're, I mean it's gonna be a tough game. Um, we're, we have to be able to control the clock. I mean they they run kind of a, I mean I think they threw they ran forty seven plays last night, forty six per runs. So they run <laughs> the ball every time. They have three running backs and a quarterback that can break off a seventy yard run at any time. Um, they run a funky offense where you never know who's gonna have the ball and guards are pulling, tackles are pulling, everyone's running every which way and. We might just have to tackle everyone in the backfield. So Kind of like that uh, Coach Getz uh, turtle shell offense that you guys ran for a few years. Yeah, User. it's similar to that, yeah, similar. I think uh, the kid sitting next to you ran a couple of big plays out of that where he came out of the pile and ran for a touchdown. Nobody knew where the ball was back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Offensive confusion, yeah. <laughs> um, I've, had you, uh, I've asked you to bring one of your assistant coaches with you, and uh, you've asked uh, Trent Bussey, one of your coaches and uh, former teammates, to come with you today. And uh, – um, Trent, uh, back into football, and you, I talked to you a little bit off air there last week. Uh, you said you really enjoy football. What's it like to be back in a Belmont coaching staff here? Oh, it's it is great. You know, I get those same uh, Friday night feelings that I got as a player, and um, you know, I was real happy for Nick getting the job, and we coached middle school together um, last year, so. Uh, Whenever he asked me, absolutely, I was I was on board. Uh, um, you know, me and Nick have uh, we've been we've played together for our entire lives, and uh, now we get to coach together. It's pretty cool. Well, the reason I think I thought about it is because I was cleaning out my garage area and going through some boxes, and I found this newspaper laying right here in front of you that. Uh, has a picture of Coach Hall uh, running for a touchdown. He ran for a few that night. And I, actually, there's another picture there uh, where you had blasted somebody out of bounds as he scampered into the end zone for a touchdown. And um, as we talk about rebuilding a team, what does it take, Coach Hall, for you to build back to get to that state again? we got to get kids to buy into the culture. Um, right now, I think they're, they're getting there. Um, I mean, our kids, like I told you, they're playing their butts off every game. You, they, you come out to practice during every practice. Coach Bergman did a heck of a job with the group that we had. Um, he knew the guys that we had, and, I mean, he pretty much scouted us and watched us from the time we were in DFL and came on. I mean, he came to our practice in DFL. He came to our middle school practices. He knew what he had coming up through, and he knew an offense that would fit our, our personnel and, um, and the defense as well. 
But, uh, I mean, he built a pretty good culture whenever he was there, and he got us to buy in, and, you know, and we, we didn't think we were going to win state that year. We didn't even think about that. Hmm. We we were there. We were all pretty much good friends. There was 11 of us on offense, 11 on defense, and we all hung out together all the time. I mean, we'd go watch film together. We'd go out to eat together. We all played baseball, basketball, wrestled together. Um, but when we were all good friends, and I think we got, it was like a family mentality, which is what we got to get back to. So I actually think that from watching those teams, I think the team the year before was actually a better team. I think that team that had an offensive line from tackle to tackle was uh, 1,275 pounds, I told him one time. Because, right. you know, you know, you had uh, the White Dragon in the center, and you had Schiff, and you had Worm, and those guys. That was a, a bigger, I think it was a more talented team. And I think that the coaching staff uh, that year actually kind of, took you over the edge the following year when you made that change is that kind I, of a true I, statement? yeah i think that class that senior class which would have been my brother brother's senior class my cousin zach's senior class um i think that team is what kind of set it up i mean they we we watched them in the weight room every summer i mean we emulated everything they did because they worked hard and we're like you know we want to be like them they finished eight and four their senior year and we want to be better than that um i mean billy baker's brother was a senior the same year and you never want your older brother to do better than what you did, and um, we decided we want to be better than them. Did we think we were going to be fourteen and one? Absolutely not. But we wanted to be better than eight and four. So I mean, I mean they set the they set the standard for us, and we went from there. So um, how do you get the kids that buy in? I mean, we can pull out old newspapers and you can show them that this is what it used to be, but it's not just the forty three kids you have in her in the room right now. It's the it's the kids that are in the hallway that you need to go get. It's the kids that are eighth graders next year, the kids that are seventh graders. I mean, the kids that may start playing DFL this year. And I I believe that that team that was a state championship team was the first year they started DFL and those kids were in DFL to come up to become seniors in high school. I think that's the progression and I think that's the the series you had to build up to get to that level. Um but uh, yeah, I mean you we have to start Young, we got to start with the next year. We're starting a flag football league um, here in Decatur for probably just Belmont kids. Um, we'll see, um, but yeah, we got to get some more kids. We got to make football exciting for these kids. I mean, there's kids that are afraid to play right now because they don't want to get hurt for their next sport. Yeah, and they got to realize you can get hurt doing anything. You can get hurt, you know, running down the sidewalk, tripping, breaking an ankle. I make it happen anytime. Um, football is a physical sport. It's a demanding sport. Uh, it's, I mean, it takes a toll on your body, but it's a very rewarding sport. Um, once you put on all that work and everything, at the end of the day, you look back and say, I'm glad I played, which I have guys that came out this year that didn't play last year were three games in, and you talk to them now, they're like, yes, I'm glad I came back and played. Um, so, I mean, you can do, I think we just got to get the excitement back up in the community and, and go from there. So Now, uh, Trent, I know that uh – our, rank, our run of bussies has kind of run out with your youngest brother Anthony out. Uh, we're looking for some more bussies to bring back into the <laughs> we're into the. On that. Yeah, working on that. You know, there for a long, long time it was bussies and bakers. The bussies and bakers kind of controlled the wrestling room and the football field, and uh, we just need more bussies and bakers to come up for this next generation. And it, it's it's a couple it's a couple of years away, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a few years away. Uh, uh, me and Nick both have young sons, and we're, we can't wait to you know till they. <laughs> get the football pads on um no but we have you know we have the athletes in in decatur and in the school um it's just getting them out there to play multiple sports like coach hall was saying um we we got to get kids to buy in excuse me and we you know we're working hard on building that culture our you know we had an opportunity to to start building that culture after we won state and and then we had another couple more years but we kind of let it teeter off so we need to get back to um to getting kids out getting them interested winning games and uh you know winning winning is fun we football is supposed to be fun and uh you know we, we the guys we have now they are starting to buy in and they are working their butts off they may not have the ability that these other teams have but they do have the heart, and they are working hard. You know, I, I refereed for years with uh, Coach Isaacs from Fort Wayne Snyder, and, and he, he was one of the greatest motivators I was ever around. And he told me that he could go to Northrop High School and take kids out of the hallway and build a better football team than he ever had at Snyder. But it's the difference of getting the kids to come out 
and getting the buy-in. And uh, if he had kids that were in his school and could motivate him that, he knew that he could go to any school and take kids that just were not even participating and build build a good team. And I think that's one of those things that uh, you know the coaches have to the coaches have to grow into that attitude, and then also have to get those kids. And I mean, you're limited with the amount of players you have, but the ones you have, it's like you got to really polish them up and turn them into gems. Yeah, I mean, there are kids in the hallway like Trent has said that should be playing that aren't playing. You know, you, you see him in the hallway, you, you talk to him, you know, you build some relationships with him. Um, but yeah, we we gotta give him the buy in and <laughs> and uh, hopefully come out and play at some point. So I don't know what else mm-hmm. you can do. So well, I tell you what, um, you've you've got a long road to hoe. You have uh, been some. Uh, We've been some thin years. Um, I think a new generation is here. Uh, If you look at the guy sitting next to you over here, he's got a a whole family of guys coaching with him. And those guys that are on his coaching staff are guys that he played with. I mean, and you're doing the same thing. Um, This picture right here of uh, this guy, Daniel Meyer, who ran the ball for you pretty well on that state championship team, um, did a lot of blocking for you. He's one of your coaches as well. Who who are some of the other guys you have on your staff this year? Yeah, so uh, Coach Meyer there, Daniel, he's our D coordinator. And then we have uh, Josh Butler. Um, He's coaching linebackers, uh, defense with Daniel. Uh, Drew Butler, he was on the 2015 sectional championship team with Getz, as long with Aaron Bergman. He's our O-line coach. Um, And our D-line coach, he was on the – He's our center for the sectional championship team, 15. Um, Joel Frederick, um, he's new this year. He's not from around here. He went to Western. He lives down in Portland, I believe. Um, so he commutes a little bit to come up here. He's just, he loves the triple option. He wanted to get involved. Um, what else? Am I missing anybody? Oh, Tom Montgomery. Sorry. Hey, Tommy. <laughs> Tom, um, he's the head baseball coach. You know, he's been around Belmont. His dad was the athletic director whenever we played. Um, he's been around Belmont for quite a while. He's, like I said, he's a baseball coach now. He coached, started coaching last year. He's our wide receivers, DB's coach. So, I mean, oh, most of the guys on our staff are Belmont guys besides those two. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've been around Belmont football pretty much their entire lives. And, you know, they, they want nothing more than for Belmont football to succeed. So that's, I mean, that's why they're there. So, and I think it takes time and it takes community support. And I mean, we've talked about a lot of people that are willing to step in and help. And I think it's going to get there. And I think it's going to be uh, good things that come out of it. But uh, I do appreciate you guys taking your time out to come in this morning. And uh, as always, uh, I see your breakfast sitting there, so I'm going to let you go so you can eat your breakfast. And uh, I'm going to send it back to the studio to uh, Steve uh, Giggle running a board for us. And we'll be back with uh, South Adams coach Grant Mosier right after this. Shouldn't a home comfort system make you completely comfortable? Leakty Brothers is a trusted source for everything you need for home heating and cooling. When you decide to repair or upgrade your home comfort system, Leakty Brothers can advise you on your air conditioning, heating, and indoor air quality needs, from maintenance to repair to installation. Going with Leakty Brothers is a decision you always take comfort in. Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. Forget the busy times and start thinking about leisure times. Adams Woodcrest is about enjoying retirement. With no maintenance waiting at home, you're free to do the things you've dreamed of for years. It's time to start living again. It's easy to call Adams Woodcrest your new home. For visits and tours of Adams Woodcrest Retirement Community, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, please call 260-728-3989. Woodcrest, member Adams Health Network. Exceptional care, close to you. Even though we print worldwide, we are most proud of you, our friends, neighbors, and associates that make Mind's Eye Graphics a world leader in screen printing and embroidery. Hi, this is Greg Kitson, and on behalf of our staff and myself, I want to say thank you for making Decatur and Adams County a great community to live and work. Please think of us at Mind's Eye, 1019 West Commerce Drive, for all your screen printing and embroidery needs. If you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. Thank you for making West End Restaurant in Decatur your dining destination for many of your favorite dishes. And now we're offering many new items. Hi, this is Jared inviting you to enjoy our newest menu items. A Philly steak sandwich, a Reuben sandwich, salmon on a cedar plank, stuffed grilled shrimp, West End grilled cod sandwich, baked sweet potato, breaded pickles, jalapeno poppers. And we still have our old favorite. So stop in and see us at the West End Restaurant. 
Welcome back to the Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating Coaches Show. Hosted by Avsmora Hospital with breakfast served by the West End Restaurant this morning. And uh, I'm coach, joined by uh, coach of the Adam Central Starfires, Grant Mosier. And, uh, oh, did I call Adam Central? I did last night after the interview, too. So, uh, Grant, uh, I noticed a few penalties last night that uh, kind of hurt you. And when, Only a few, yeah. Yeah. When you have a... When you have a... Uh, when you have a uh, Offense that has uh, more penalty yards than defense is that is not the best thing for you, is it? Yeah, not necessarily. We we had uh, eleven penalties in the first half, which was uh, in the in the in the first half. We, it was twenty-one-seven at halftime. We walked in and looked at the stats at halftime, and we had outgained them in yardage, uh, three hundred thirty-three yards to eighty-six, and we're only up twenty-one to seven. Um, <laughs> the first drive of the game, we w- marched down the field in Somerset. Uh, fumbled the ball, which is questionable. We saw on film. We had some. We took some screenshots, <laughs> but fumbled the ball into the end zone. So that gave that, that that possession away. We thought we had one later in the first half with Stutzman off his hands on fourth down, um, and, and then a punt return that we got called back on holding too. So it could have easily been 42 or 35-7 in the first half. But we got to get rid of those penalties, or we're gonna have some trouble this week versus the Jets. You know, I know that um, I could not see from the angle I was at. I thought that the ball count, caught, the ground caused a fumble, but. Um, was there any bobble on the way down or not? Um, so, so the so Wayne Wayne uh, was in the end zone, um, their their fifth quarter, whatever they have. Um, so I was watching on there, and I got some screenshots of him going down. Sent to the coaches this morning, just because it was kind of kind of humorous. But he's he landed on the ground with the ball in his hand, bounced about three times, and the ball came out. So it's not the best. Again, that doesn't affect the game at all. It's, it's good. The, the best thing from last night. Um, we, we faced some adversity for, for one of the first times, and our kids really did respond well. We saw who the leaders were. Um, they had energy the whole night. They had enthusiasm the whole night, um, and bounced back from some of that stuff where we fumble on the first drive, where we where we ha- give up a touchdown to go to go fourteen to seven. Um, some of those things. So I was proud of our guys responding. That's, and that was a game that we needed bad. It was a reality check for us, uh, bringing us down and back to earth a little bit. I know that uh, they did not have a lot of numbers, but if you mm. look at their team, they had a lot of size. I mean, they matched up pretty well with you offensively yeah. and defensively on the line. I mean, and as you talked about last week, that number 34, that Kennedy, uh, 6'1", 225, that run back, he was a bull. I he mean, was. he was hard to bring down. That and number five, too. Number five yeah. surprised me. They, they were in the backfield a lot of times in Wildcat with those two big kids, and, and the, the, most of their team are juniors and sophomores. Um, so they're going to be we'll, – we'll see them again in sectional. That's who we'll have to go through to win sectional this year, and then um, I'm hoping that we we don't go south again with them in the next two years because they're they're going to be quite a team um, in 2020 and 2022 as well. They're, they're really well coached. Um, uh, uh, he does he does an incredible job. He's he's from he started at Bluff, went to, to Muncie Central for a long time, and had a lot of success there. And now I'm in North Central, building them up again. So he he's a very uh, good coach, but uh, he, the, you can just tell they're disciplined. They do things really well. They they have a lot of formations. They stretched our DBs a little bit, which was good work for our kids last night. But we had some. We had some. Our, our front seven played really well defensively again. Um, Austin Gorney had a big night. Um, Dom Con played really well. Nick Miller again was chasing their quarterback all night long. Um, and then offensively, we spread the ball out pretty well. Uh, Aiden Warner had seven catches for 150 yards. Um, Shock had a couple catches. Miller got the ball. <laughs> Miller might have one of the best plays I've seen. We had a crossing pattern, caught the ball, and, and threw three guys down with a matter of about three seconds. Yeah, one of one of them was uh, Kennedy, uh, 225. Was one of them Kennedy, too? Kennedy wow. was one. He comes over, and he tries to hit him. He just basically took his hand and th- shucked him yeah. by. And then two little guys, he just kind of stiff-armed to the ground and, and bowled through him. And then finally somebody had to ram down from behind. But uh, that that's interesting to have a couple of kids play that are the same size as some of your kids because you tend to out outmatch most people most weeks. It, it was good for us. They had a big often they had a big line as well. Um, we had some we had some uh, subs on the offensive line last night. Braden Gilbert still out with his with his broken finger, hoping to get him back this week. Um, and then also Sam Platten went down in the first quarter, our, our center. Um, so I kind of threw us off too the whole night. We had we had Big Hearn move back to center. He hadn't played center since the sophomore season. Um, so he and we, so he was off a little bit with some of those snaps. We had some false starts. We were stabbing the ball a little slow, things like that. Um, but still, I thought James did a good job in the pocket. Uh, he was, he was uh, running a little bit for his life sometimes last night too. But finding guys downfield again and making plays. He had 324 yards passing. Um, another good night for James. And Somerset ran the ball well. Nick Miller had three carries for I think 43 yards, something like that. Um, so so we the best the best last night again. We got tested. Uh, we it's good to our guys to see that we are human some because <laughs> again we, the last couple weeks have been where we score in two or three plays every drive. So last night was good to have to coach a little bit, have to work a little bit, have some ten, eleven uh, play possessions 
uh, it was just good for us all the way around. I know that you mentioned uh, Platner going down. Uh, do you have any updates on his injury? I just got texted from him this morning. He's going. He's headed right now up to Fort Wayne to, to get some information. AJ Dahl also hurt his knee last night. Mm-hmm. He's heading up to today as well. So hoping for, we're hoping and praying for some good news on, on both those guys today. Um, looking forward to your next week game. I talked to the the uh, other coach Mosier with one less with one less S on his name or one he has one, one more, more. S, one more he has S, an extra yeah. S on his name. Uh, he was concerned about playing you next week, and uh, I think his team's one of those teams that kind of comes back surprised you. I mean, he's got a young staff this year. He's got a young squad this year, but uh, they have been doing pretty good things, and uh, that's one of those teams that. Uh, He's looking forward to playing you, and you know that you're looking forward to playing him as well. Yeah, I'm not sure why he spelled his name wrong. He must not be very Swiss. I don't know. Swiss. <laughs> He's less Swiss than you. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, that, uh, anytime you're going to play the Jets, um, you, you know what they're going to do, and they're going to do it really well. They have uh, two really, really good running backs, and Hirely and Curry. Curry's one of the most elusive kids I've seen in a long time. Reminds me, reminds me of Logan Macklin from Mad mm-hmm. Central a couple of years ago. Um, Hirely runs the ball very hard. They do a really good job on defense with Coach Hammond. Always has a good game plan for us. Um, they do have some young kids playing, um, so we're trying to take advantage of that a little bit. But again, it's going to be we have our kids are, are have been hungry for nine months now to, to play Adam Central after the regional loss. Um, so that's kind of been on the back of our, back of our minds, um, kind of through the off season here. So this is a game we've had circled for a long time, and then I'm sure they have too because it's a rivalry game and it's Adams County. It's it's probably for like it's hard to say, probably for the ACAC championship. Um, the way things are going right now, so so we'll see what happens. But it should be a good atmosphere. Um, we got student section back finally, so that'll be good news. You have students from AC and South Adams both there. It's the game of the week. Uh, I'm sure for you guys, it's the game of the week for. Uh, I know Wayne's coming down, and game of the week for Fox, and it's always that way. So, uh, should be fun atmosphere again. And now uh, you talk about the injuries that happened, and a couple of key injuries is uh, AJ Dahl is the holder on your kickoff yeah. on your PAT. So. Uh, the uh, younger Warner had to come in and yep. hold a ball for his older brother. And then uh, you say if you're center, I mean, you, you don't think much about, well, these guys on the offensive line, they'll play. But uh, if your center goes down, I mean, that changes a lot of plays because those guys are guards that uh, have to go to center, have to learn to play. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I, your playbook changes for you now. Yeah, o- Owen's actually, Owen and Nate are actually cousins, I believe. Okay. Um, but, but, yeah, our offensive line last night, we talked about it after the, in our meeting. Something you want to say? I got my daughter on here with me. Right. She's getting a little nervous. She's getting a little nervous. The headset came off. Sick. No, she's a little nervous. You can go eat your waffle. <laughs> go eat your waffle. <laughs> yeah. Um, Owen, Owen started the season off holding, so he, he was used to it a little bit already. But our offensive line last night, when we, when we looked at the offensive line after the game with the coaching staff, uh, we have two guys who have been there for a long time. Carter Lewis, three-year starter. Big Hearn, a four-year starter now. But then you have Jake Flatner, who played running back until this year. We had Timmy Davison, who played running back until this year. Um, and then we had, uh, and then Sam went down. Obviously, we had Dom Khan who played tight end until this year. So we had we had three guys who were skill players up until the, up until this year. So it's kind of mixing and matching and uh, getting those guys ready. So we're gonna have a big week of preparation with those guys. AC is gonna bring a ton of pressure. We know that. Um, trying to get the get pressure on James. So we gotta be ready for those different blitz packages, different formations they're gonna throw at us and and uh, work on that this week. Well, I tell you what, I've got a new section segment here called uh, Assistant Coach's Corner, and I'm gonna send it back to the studio to Steve. Gig will run a board for him. He's going to come back with uh, your assistant coach section right after this. Want to make your home a more comfortable place, but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solutions for every budget. When you turn to Leakty Brothers, your Carrier expert, they'll show you the full lineup of best-in-class home comfort systems and help you pick the one that best fits into your home budget. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Hi, this is Kent at Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leaky Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent. Someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs and they'll be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See me, Mark, Toby, or Barb at Graeber Insurance, Highway 27 North and Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. Get in, get out, get better. Get healthy in every way. For all your non-emergency medical needs and minor injuries and illnesses, Adams Memorial Hospital offers StatCare. Staffed with people you know and trust, Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. and Saturday and Sunday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. with no appointment necessary. Patients should use the emergency department entrance for this safe, convenient, and affordable care. 
Our dedicated professional staff can move your sorta idea into print reality. Hi, this is Greg Kitson from Mind's Eye Graphics at 1019 West Commerce Drive, Decatur. And I know how sometimes you know what your screen printing should look like, but well, how do you get that image on a shirt or a blanket or a towel? Here at Mind's Eye Graphics, we make your idea real. Stop and talk to one of our staff because if you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. Welcome back to Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating, Adams County High School Football Coaches Show, hosted here by uh, Adams Moore Hospital Breakfast Served by West End Restaurant. And uh, we are now joined uh, by another assistant coach of the South Amstar Fires and probably one of the, uh, the biggest parts of uh, Coach Mosier's uh, coaching staff his daughter harper harper how are you this morning good she's good uh saying hi to her mommy at home uh don't you have uh, a yeah. little sister at home too what's her name olivia olivia can you say, can you say tell them hi you know what i no <laughs> like jackie's listening aunt taylor's listening and grandma beth and jill are listening say hi to all of them what do you what do we do after this tell them where you're going after this you want to tell them she's playing soccer got a soccer game don't you we got a soccer girl don't we yep did you have four goals last week or five goals? You don't know. She don't know. <laughs> she's been she's been very untalked. She is. I stand there and yell at the referees just like, this is the whole time, right? And you. <laughs> but yeah. uh, it's always good to have uh, some assistant coaches come in here, and you you've brought your your two brothers uh, along with you uh, also, and uh, to help. Uh, what what other um, what other coaching staff yeah. members that you have that you sure. really lean on here, Coach Grant? I've been I've been so blessed with having the right people around me to make me not look as dumb as I am. <laughs> Sometimes, which is absolutely true. Um, offensively, we we rely uh, hugely on Craig McCain and Jeff Flame, and Jeff does the run game coordination, and Craig does the pass game coordination. Um, Heath Mosier, my brother, who uh, is upstairs, eyes in the sky, and does works with the JV offense. Um, when we split up and, and McCain will take the receivers and, and, and the quarterbacks and Layman will take the running backs and the O-line and, and just the plans they put together and the way they watch film uh, was just great. And then obviously defensively, Coach Steiner is one of the best with adjustments and game adjustments and game planning. The time he puts in, he'll watch – usually we'll watch film Friday night as a staff and then Sunday he'll spend time from probably uh, – usually he goes in about 2 o'clock in the afternoon till about 6 p.m., four hours of film and getting playing, playing. Then we meet and then we meet as a staff on Sunday night. Um, he's just one of the best coordinators uh, in the area by far. Um, he's got Coach Clark over here who does the JV defense and helps out with the defensive line. Coach Kyle and Coach Dice are middle school coaches who up out on defense, um, do a great job. Some young guys who – and then uh, Coach T-Money does, does the uh, – Tyler Sprunger does the DBs. Um, we have Toby Sprunger who does all our film for us, saves me all kind of time. Lock Tang, our, our, our play, uh, personnel of our, our – our, Director of operations does does all kinds of stuff with the fundraiser and our headsets and takes care of the things that make my life easier. But uh, again, I, I six years ago I got put in this place and I had all these guys willing to help me out and I was I was I was uh, <laughs> just trying to stay stay afloat, trying to figure out what was going on. I was a 26 year old kid um, as a head coach and, and luckily I had the right guys around me. Jesse Odell helps out. Um, he's a head coach at the softball team, so guys who have experience, guys who, who know what they're doing, and, and more importantly, they're, they're all Christian men who, who who love God and love kids, and, and put put the the value on on building kids' character and and integrity more than anything else. But again, they're also very competitive guys. They all love South Adams. They all love the Burn community. Um, so again, I'm, I've just got lucky enough to be in the right place at the right time and have guys around me who who are getting smarter than me. So you you very much understand what uh, Coach Hall's going through to try yes. and build that team back up and. And I think he's kind of patterning himself after that. Um, take the guys that he's familiar with, takes the guys that he's used to being around and have the same ideas, the same values that he does, and uh, build that team up. And, and that also, it's, the communities are very similar. In Belmont, or Adam, the yes. Adams County communities, Burn, Decatur, they're all about the same. I mean, they're made up of the same people. They're all blue-collar people. That they work hard. And uh, those are the kind of coaches that you need to coach the kids and actually get the buy-in into the uh, right State of mind. Yeah, even, even sitting right there listening to those two talk, Bussy and Hall, you, you can just tell that they're going to get things going. Um, they're, they're young guys. Again, they're, they're young guys who played who were very successful as players of Belmont. They know how to win because they've been a part of that. Um, and and they're, they relate to kids well. So you're going to see those numbers grow and grow for Belmont. Um, not looking forward to playing them in the future. They're just going to keep getting better and better with guys like that leading the helm. Um, good staff around them, so that's what you need is getting guys running. Hall's done that pretty quick, which is which is good to see from him too. You know that uh, that's why I asked Trent to come in because I talked to him for a game there, uh, the last game we covered, and uh, 
he was excited. I yeah. mean, he was he was as, as nervous as the kids on the field. <laughs> and as like as a coaching staff, I know that uh, you have this rule. You don't. I, I really find it hard to believe you don't eat before the game. But, but that's you see I surprisingly <laughs> don't actually because I, I do still get nervous. So I usually don't eat now after the game. I put on some clinics with food. But no, I do not eat before the game because I'm still a little nervous sometimes. It, even even in my six years, still get nervous. Um, just because you care so much and you want your kids to do well. Um, but but it is it is so much fun. You get that you get that same feeling. Busty said it too. Kind of as a player, you go back to that. Now as a coach, you get a chance to go. go. There's nothing there's nothing like Friday night lights, um, high school football where there's so much passion and energy and, and the things learned through that. Um, the, the the atmosphere with the fans and, and the students uh, cheering for their hometown, their school. There's nothing quite like that. Um, this is really cool to be a part of that in, in a community that's so like successful. I said it last week, but. Uh, text messages just roll in after wins, and it's, it's so cool to see the, the support that we have um, for these kids right now. Um, the people are really behind them. I know that the stands were not quite full last yeah. week, last night, but they were getting a little bit fuller. I don't know yep. if you could hear from the sideline, but your student section has picked up a new thing. They were barking like I know dogs. What that was. I don't they were barking like dogs. We're like, do I hear dogs barking? And then the whole student section was was barking and then uh, you know uh, jesse gaskell who's your your music yeah. guy now was playing, <laughs> who, who let the dogs out Got and it's it kind of very fitting and uh I, th- I think even though you know health wise we need to sure. be smart but yes. uh, they're starting to let it back in a little bit but i do believe that fan participation helps change the whole atmosphere of the game it is huge i mean the atmosphere changed i think from the first couple of weeks from a jv atmosphere with just parents to a varsity atmosphere with just having 60 to 70 students there just because they get so much more into the game. You have chance. They get loud. They're barking at Coach Hemo. They call him uh, Coach Big Dog, I think, is why they're barking, I'm assuming, <laughs> at Coach Hemo. But, no, it is just great to have them back. Our kids feed off them, too. Um, then they have, their, they have their friends up there. They have their girlfriends up there. Um, there to cheer them on, and, and that just that just brings energy all the way around. So, again, it's going to be fun this week with both, both student sections probably going back and forth a little bit across the field. That will add to the game atmosphere as well. But it, there, there is nothing like South Adams Adams Central football. I mean, you can go back how many years now, and every every time it's fun, it's competitive. Um, you, you get two communities who love football, who love their kids, and and it's going to be one of the best. And if things all go hopefully well, it might be might be two meetings again this year as well. I know that uh, last night was your your uh, school's homecoming, and you had three of your football players out there. Four, four of them. Four, yeah. four yeah. of them out there. And I know as a coach that you want to be able <laughs> yeah. to coach those kids at halftime. Oh, boy. But yet, on the same side, sure. you have to let them have that experience because, yeah. you know, high school is about a lot of things, and football is one of them. And, yeah. and uh, you have to kind of say, all right, I'm going to give that because those guys went in the locker room. They didn't have five minutes in the locker room yeah. probably. James was a super upset because it was a close game. We're only by 14 points, and he's like, I really have to go out here for this? <laughs> Yelling. Yes, you, you, you do. You can see it in his face. I was, <laughs> he was watching upset. him. Up, he was on the field like, okay, all right, done. Crown somebody king. Yeah, and let's I'm get going, out of here. Let's get out of here. Talk to you, talk to you about our adjustments in the locker room. But, yeah, Drew Sussman won one king. Um, James Arnold was on there, Braden Bixler, and uh, Nick Miller, all four f- football players, along with Andrew Smilly. Um, were on there, so that was kind of cool. I changed that when I came in, and, and a lot of football players because I was upset they didn't pick me when I was in, in high school. So I'm a lot of football players. <laughs> like that so. was even a that was even a possibility. <laughs> that was the very last pick, but 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 as we changed that, and again, it's not. I said, hey, you're gonna miss t- ten minutes at halftime. We'll be fine. Um, it's a big deal to some of those kids, so they can be on the court too. That's fine. And now they get to dress up at Swiss days in their little uh, whatever even suspenders and walk around. So they're most I think they're most upset about that more than anything else. <laughs> but no, they enjoy it. It is, it is good. Um, and but, I, yeah. and I, I know that uh, we cover cover a lot of class one A football, and one A football also entails. I've actually seen kids in their band uniforms playing at halftime yeah. in her football uniforms playing at halftime so um that's always a, an interesting thing but it's 1a football yeah. i mean that's mm-hmm. it's the kind of thing to do that you have to do as a coach to allow things like that to happen just to help your program go along yeah we have to share kids last year we had Perk collinsworth i think that's what he's kind of famous for he's a well-rounded kid who did a sock he did a band and football and he'd be out there at halftime with his uh, he's got his football pants on and, and tag off his helmet and shoulder pads and he'd be right there in the marching band going around. But we have to share kids um, at a small school. Our, our goal to be a good program um, is to have 12 kids in every grade so we can have 48 players on our roster year in, year out. That's got to be our goal to have, I think, a successful program. Right now we have, I think, I think right now we have 48 exactly. So that's kind of where we've been trying to get to the last couple of years and now we're finally there. Um, we have a smaller sophomore class and freshman class. I think maybe we have uh, nine sophomores, and maybe right now we're at 10 or 11 freshmen. So our goal is trying to get 12 kids in every grade 
Um, so even going down to middle school, we have a great middle school staff right now with, uh, like I said, Coach Dysinger is a high school teacher. Kyle Clouser does a good job. Cam Cook, the next player for us. Jesse O'Dell, Craig McCain helps out down there. Um, Shannon Smilly. So we have we have a good middle school staff and then the youth, st- youth staff as well. Jesse O'Dell does fifth and sixth grade. Scott Steiner does third and fourth grade um, and second grade. So, again, having those guys down there trying to build that program, build excitement around the school. On, uh, yesterday, for example, we, we sent down our seniors down in the hallway with, with the elementary, giving high fives, handing out their po- senior posters to, to elementary kids, get, trying to get kids excited um, in the younger grades about Starfire football. And I, I noticed you mentioned you talk about second and third grade. You have a f- football program that goes down to that level. Yeah. And I think that's what the success has to be. If you can get the numbers out to start those kids that young to get the buy-in, because a kid that buys in his first year of high school is not that has the same buy-in as a kid that's been bought in since he's in third grade. You're absolutely right. I remember so vividly being being a fourth and fifth and sixth grader playing Saturday morning football. And I remember I'd be so I'd be so excited because there's four things that matter during the weekend. And it was Friday night if the, the varsity team won, I'd be excited about that. Saturday morning if the youth my youth team won. Saturday afternoon if Notre Dame won, and then Sunday if the Packers won. That was a good weekend. <laughs> so if those four could all win. But I remember, yeah, as a fourth and fifth grader, even I remember looking at caring about Friday night. And I cared if South Adams won. Uh, there's just something. So if you get kids that, that are excited about that growing up and they want to be part of our program, that's what hopefully with us winning right now is going to build onto that success and that tradition where kids want to grow up and they want to be star fire football players. And I, and I think that um, every school in a the county, they kind of lean on each other. And I know that you coaches are all friends. And I know that uh, you've talked with Nick and, and some of his coaching staff. I mean, you kind of yucked it up a little bit when, they, when you kind of switched out coaches here. But uh, that's the kind of community. It's not just the Burn community, it's the Cater community, mm-hmm. it's the Monroe community. Those kids, I mean, they compete hard against each other, but, you know, when the whistle blows and it's all over, I mean, those kids are still friends and they hang out together. And yeah. and uh, I know that uh, during the height of COVID, you uh, said that the, the South Adams guys couldn't date Belmont girls because of <laughs> COVID. But I did was, not say that. I think that, that was you that said that. I no, believe that was a, you. It's just a joke. <laughs> but, uh, but we all know that we're tight. I mean, uh, uh, Adam Central and South Adams are a lot closer. I mean, those kids sure. basically live across the street from each other in yeah. some some instances. And, and that's why that you, it does really get built up as a big game. And it and, and it is important game to you for the conference and it, it, for later on, but uh, it's a really good game for the community. Yeah, it is. And, and like you said, the kids the kids grow up together. They have youth group together. Uh, they, they live close. And now more than ever with social media, they know each other so well. They know about uh, one another because they follow each other and, and see their profiles and they, they communicate um, via social media and Snapchat and, and uh, Instagram and all that good stuff they're on nowadays. Tiki talk. Tiki talk. <laughs> But uh, it, it is. It's a, it makes that game that much more. And we really, really want to want to get that 2020 conference championship uh, on our on our ticket booth. Uh, last year was that was that was huge for us. It was again the first time we've won a conference in 26 years, going back I think to 1993. Maybe it was the last time we won the ACAC conference, maybe even 92. So that was that was big for us getting that back, big for our community. We would love to go back to back with that. Um, the special senior class we have, and we think we have a chance to. So again, this this, this game has been circled for that. I think most people in the area know this is probably going to come down to the ACAC championship, depending on what happens after this. But this is going to be a game we have to prepare for if we want to win that conference championship. Well, I appreciate you coming in. I wish you good luck next week. I hope all of your players that were injured uh, come out on the on the good side of that. And uh, I wish your daughter uh, Harper a good soccer game here, and I hope she scores her her four goals. Talking about you. She's uh, she's elbows deep right now in syrup over there. It looks like she's she distracted. She's uh, eating that big old waffle. Sorry, mom. Here. Sorry, mom. <laughs> eating that big old waffle here, served by the West End Restaurant. And once again, I'd like to thank all the coaches for coming in. Thank Michael Mosher for calling in. Uh, Trent Bussey, Nick Hall for coming in. I'd like to thank Steve Giggle for running the board for us back at the studio. And uh, tune in next Friday night as uh, the WZB uh, microphones will be at. Adams Central, I'm second. We will be at South Adams High School for the Adams Central South Adams Intercounter game. So, once again, thanks for tuning in. Listen to us next week.